Sports Entertainment is recorded live at twitch.tv slash baldyandthebeast. Join us every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and watch the matches right along with us. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brant. I'm Willem. And we are Baldy and the Beast. What a facial there by Willem while adjusting his mic. <laughs> Welcome back to another spectacular episode of Sports Entertained. Willem, what are we doing today? Today, we are watching the finale to our Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels trilogy, which swerve isn't actually Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. It's Undertaker versus Triple H, which has Whoa. Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of, it was two years uh, since the last one, but it's kind of the spiritual successor as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's a nice round out of uh, this feud and this time, really. This was, like it was billed, kind of the end of an era. It really was. You know, I... um. I had a thought about this earlier today. If if we were actually like smart about how we um about how we scheduled out our episodes, we could have made this a double trilogy. Because didn't um didn't they do Triple H versus Undertaker at like Mania eighteen? And they're and like Yeah. So we could have done on Thursdays Sean versus Undertaker and then Tuesdays Triple H Undertaker and then the finale is this with all three of them. Well, damn way to have a great idea at the end. <laughs> I know. After it's all over, I come up with the good idea, and it's like, yeah, shit. shit. Oh, well. Man, that sucks. Now, I, I wish we could capitalize on that. But whatever. We oh, are well. here. It doesn't matter. Um, This <clears throat> did happen at WrestleMania 28 at the Sun Life Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida, uh, in front of 78,363 people. So, like I previously said, this was billed as the end of an era, and last year uh, the, at WrestleMania, The Undertaker beat Triple H by submission, uh, but after the match, because of the physical toll Taker had for the first time in his career, he was carted away by the medical staff on a stretcher. Um, after nearly 10 months away, because at this point, that's what Taker needed. He can only really go once a year. Right. Um, maybe, maybe the big four, but that's probably pushing what he can do yeah yeah um but after 10 months away he did return on the january 30th 2012 raw confronting and challenging um him to a mania rematch um because mean mark was dissatisfied with the post-match goings on you know we went on his back that's not something we really saw from taker right uh, um so little went, hold up little side note you're a little to the left I'm a little to the left. Let me check my Discord. Boop. Better? There you go. There we go. Uh, low Ciento for that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let me find where I was. I lost myself. Uh, but anyways, he was dissatisfied with the post-match goings on, and he said that he didn't want that scene to be a lasting memory and that he wanted to give Triple H another chance at immortality. Which we yeah, all yeah. know Triple H going to win. But. Oh, fuck no. Uh, the next week, Trips refused to accept the match, but then on the February 13th Raw, Shawn Michaels came out and, like, tried to poke Triple H and instigate him into accepting the match, but failed as Try said that he was willing to put his, uh, personal agenda and ego to the side, but Taker's Streaks was, uh, was a brand for the dub to cash in on, which, which they're not wrong, but I yeah. don't know, if, whatever. Uh, finishing with he would not be the one to end the 19-0 streak. On the next Raw, Taker remained adamant that he would um, get a rematch, going so far as calling Triple H a coward uh, and comparing his career and ability to Shawn Michaels. Pissed off by this, Hunter finally accepts the challenge, saying that if Taker wanted an end, they would all, they, like, that that's what they would get. Mm -hmm. If you want an end, let's give it an end. Let's do it inside, heck in a sec. Um, so then on the March 5th Raw, Sean confronted Trips again, predicted Triple H's chances of beating Taker, and revealed that he would be the special rest, eh, special special rest referee. Yeah. Uh, the special guest <laughs> referee for the match. Uh, this, honestly, on this card, for me, was one of the, the highlights. It Obviously. It feels like, as far as the story goes, it's kind of a reversal of positions. Because... You you never see like going into these matches. It's always somebody gunning for Taker. Like somebody yeah. wants to take Taker out. Somebody wants to get that rub. Um, you never see Taker like fuck you. I'm going after you. Like we're doing yeah. this now. Um, and it's kind of a reversal of position because 
for the first two matches in this trilogy, Shawn Michaels was just going after Taker. Like he he had it. Like he was like, I'm I'm going after him. I'm taking that streak. It's gonna be mine. He was obsessed with it. And now the tables kind of turned and uh Taker's like obsessed with getting that rematch, with getting that that good spot with not going out on his back against Triple H. Yeah. I mean, so. The year before, so he didn't even really go out on his back with the whole stretcher thing. Right. Yeah. Um, it's how they built the story, it, though. Like it's it's yeah. it's a small thing that like in in as a shoot, Mark Callis couldn't get up off the ground. He had to be stretched to the back. So they took a shoot thing and they turned it into storyline, which is really the best way that you can take a lot of those stories. Yeah, we shouldn't. I I shouldn't shit on them for that because you are right. Sometimes you have to, because I would shit on them for not capitalizing on something like that. So, yeah. well, I mean, it's the dub. We shit on them for good stuff. We shit on them for bad stuff. Uh, I was watching Quizlemania last night, and somebody was like, or no, Grand Pooh Bear was on, and he said, you know, if you go to like the deep dark side of wrestling Twitter, it's almost like wrestling fans don't like wrestling. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. Raw was shit this week, AEW shit this week, SmackDown's shit, NXT is shit. We'll see you next week. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I'm glad that, like, I generally like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll shit on the dub when it's bad, and I it, the product is just not geared towards me right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Not every product has to be geared towards me. Um, but, man, goddamn, is AEW literally the, pod- the product I would want to book. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it is exactly geared towards me. So, I mean, I, I just like to be happy. There is wrestling out there. New Japan, mm-hmm. like... There is really good wrestling out there. Triple A. It's all stuff we want to watch. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, should this channel ever make enough money? We could probably write off watching these pay-per-views as a tax expense. <laughs> and that would be like, let's look, buy Triple the Triple Mania because we can write it off. Look, let's That be, would be amazing. Let's be real. The second we get to the point where we're making any amount of money where we can like actually make it like get a fucking official license like make this an official business we're writing everything off i'm writing this fucking computer this microphone a webcam these lights that i had to put up in my fucking room these flags you see these flags those are going off on the taxes the delicious tea i got from trader joe's that i'm sponsoring for no reason taxes taxes saving that dollar (laughs) anyway go ahead and run down the card we've gone on a bit of a tangent here yeah, before we get indicted for future tax fraud, let's go ahead and hit that card. Uh, so the opening, or the, not the opening, the pre-show match was a triple debt tag team match for the WWE Tag Team Championships, uh, where Primo and Agpico, who were the champions going in, defeated Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd, and both the Usos uh, in like around right about five minutes. It was a pre-show match, so probably nothing to crazy even though a lot of those people in that match can go yeah yeah um but the show opened up proper with something that wrestling fans still shit upon today sheamus defeating daniel bryan in 18 seconds for the world heavyweight title to open mania god that's just i mean in hindsight it brought forth the yes movement so i was gonna say that yeah bad thing led to great thing but still it still sucks it's very much a thing that at the time was garbage. If you look at it in the in a bubble, it's shit objectively. But if you yeah. look at it into what it what came out of it, then it's it's kind of the crux of that whole thing, isn't it? Whether that's what the company wanted or not, and just spoiler alert, it was not. It was not. Hundred percent. Um, but he got so organically over it was. I don't know if I've ever seen anything that's even touched it was Rusev Day. Yeah, that was that like uh maybe the ten chant with Ty Dillinger. That wasn't as over as it it was not it wasn't as not nearly at all, but still it's it's one of those things that like it was over but they didn't put any they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Uh but anyways, out of that rabbit hole and into Kane Another rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, we we should really just rename our channel to Rabbit Holes the Wrestling Podcast. Um <laughs> But Kane defeated Randy Orton uh, in about 11 minutes, which is kind of weird. I would as- assume Randy's going to go over at Mania, especially against somebody like Kane who doesn't need yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you'd figure. Um, speaking of that, the Big Show defeated Cody Rhodes for the IC title. Another one. I feel like 
Cody. No, whatever. I'm not gonna get into armchair booking. That doesn't look like um, Cody Rhodes. Like that's a weird picture. It looks more like DiBiase Jr. But I'm sure it's Cody. Because I am on the wiki. I'm just looking at the tabs on the network. Oh yeah, I'm. It does. Eh. Like you, a little you, bit of both. You can see it if you look real close, but like. It, like if you're just kind of eyeballing it, it looks like oh yeah show had a match against dbsc jr yeah anyway. um and next up given the time this is not how i view it now but given the time we have the piss break match uh which was kelly kelly and maria menounos defeating beth phoenix and eve torres um this was followed up by triple h undertaker which again given the time kind of makes sense to put those matches back to back because you don't want anybody leaving during this one right um this yep. was followed by the get everybody on the card match um which was a 12-man tag team to determine the gm of both raw and smackdown so it pitted team johnny ace boo versus boo. team teddy long yay um, and johnny's team was david otunga Dolph ziggler drew mcintyre jack swagger mark henry and the miz which objectively there are some damn good wrestlers in that group, and David Otunga. <laughs> yeah. Um, R.I.P. I, I, was, I was hoping for more of a laugh on the David Otunga thing. I did laugh. I just moved away from the mic. Oh. Um, they were accompanied by Brie Bella, John Laurinaitis, and Vicky Guerrero. Um, they defeated Team Teddy, which was Booker T, Kofi Kingston, Kali, R-Truth, Santino, and Zack Ryder. Still a good team, but maybe not as good as the last one. Is that Swaggle on the outside? Oh, wait, because they were accompanied by Oksana, Eve Torres, who was just in the tag team match. She's back out here again, Yeah, apparently. Hornswoggle, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella's on the other team, and Teddy Long. They had okay. 12 people and 7 managers. God damn. Yeah. There are so many people, almost 20 people. They gave lots of people paydays. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, next up, we have CM Punk defeating Y2J by submission uh, for the WWE title. The only thing on that match was if Punk was DQ'd, he would have lost the title. For once, I want to see that happen. I want so badly. I guess they yeah. did it in the Christian-Randy feud. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think so because there was a a thing where I think it was a match where uh Randy would get disqualified or Randy would lose the title if he got disqualified and then Christian spat in his face so Randy kicked him in the dick. Yeah. Um which I I you shouldn't do that often, but occasionally use the stipulation, make it mean something the next time. Yeah. Um and this was followed up. I don't think I need to announce the last match on the card. Like it's WrestleMania 28. This had been building for a year. I'm amazed that both titles aren't on the line here. It's <laughs> the Rock defeating John Cena um, in around about 30 minutes. Like The match that buried the entire roster. Essentially. For, for a year. Essentially, yep. Um, also, it's worth pointing out that one of the tags on this is Brodus Clay calls his mama. Which is funny because he was uh, the Funkasaurus at the time, and his entrance song was "Somebody Call My Mama." Somebody call my mama. mama. And, some, and somebody called his mama, or I guess Bro Brodus called his mama himself. Either way, he was the somebody who called his mama. Yeah. Uh, Elijah in the chat, who would win, a rock or nothing? Uh, uh the rock. No, 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 no. Not, more... not The Rock, A-Rock. A-Rock? A-Rock. A-Rock. Yeah. A-Rock. Um, because <laughs> A-Rock weighs more. Uh, next question. <laughs> next question is, I'm just going to fix my... One, number one, fix my glasses. Number two, God, I can't with these freaking headphones. Number two, uh, <laughs> going to go ahead and count it down on the card. I want to say, we have... Uh, we had, we had, Hogan grandstanded like Hulk Hogan here. I know we hoganed our way to the match, brother. Uh, if you're looking at this on the if you're looking at this on the network, I'm not going to go ahead and count out the flags because my shit just refreshed. 
this match is going to start at 1 hour, 8 minutes, and 17 seconds. Going to go ahead and count that down from 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good. Oh, they're looking at each other. Ooh-wee, buddy. Tate has got his gear on yet, though. He's still got his gimmicks on. Probably got to have Sean's entrance. Yes, nope, there's Sean in the background. You yep. can see his forehead. He's much shorter than both these men. Or just very yeah. far back. Camera trickery. There uh, has to be so much, like, history in this ring. Yeah. And, like, these, like, Taker may not have as many good memories with the other two, but there are a lot of good memories in this ring. Yeah. Uh, Elijah says, so you're saying The Rock would beat Cena, correct? <laughs> The, the, the question was, who would win, a rock or nothing? Is that a real fight? That's like a shoot fight, probably. Oh, oh ew. I bet on the rock. Ew. Ew. So they're bringing the cell down, and there's some, uh, just, okay. For backstory, I can't stand Metallica. I, I hate Metallica, too. I can't stand Metallica. Like, I'm Triple a, H loves Metallica. Like, I'm a big fan of heavy metal in general. I just can't stand Metallica. Um... Weird, my, my weird thing to point out at the start of this, uh, Taker, or, uh, Triple H got himself a hairy chest. So normally he waxes that shit. <laughs> Again, the, the thing that I notice that nobody else is going to notice. You have, yeah, you have wrong. no idea in, in life in general, how many times that's come up or not like that. But just like a thing that I noticed that nobody in their earthly mind would notice, or or like think to mention at all. Kind of got a bigger belly than normal on him too. Yeah, well, I mean, not that I have any room to talk. Yeah, all right. Uh, I mean, I. You kind of want to say it's like, oh well, I mean, Taker's kind of or uh, Triple H is kind of getting on like the end part of his career, which I guess is kind of true. He. He's on the downslope. He's looking very, very tan and leathery right now. Honestly, what I would have liked him to do, which he never did, is instead of having a Mania match, have an NXT match. He should never win. Oh, no. He should never win. Not ever. Only put guys over. Yeah. But once a year, have him go up against, like, Ciampa and have Ciampa get that rub or have him go up against somebody you're trying to really establish before you move him up to the main roster. Yep. On the, on the takeover before Mania, I think that'd be a great use of trips in his legacy. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, looking at the match, they're both just kind of beating the piss out of each other. Just punches and punches and punches. Triple H took a second, and he looked around the cell, and he was just like, fuck, man, how am I getting out of here? He had that scared-ass look on his face. Taker just threw trips to the outside. Both men on the ground, on the outside. Taker about to smash his face with another funch. Funch. Punch. Whatever. Punch. Funch. He funched him in the face. It's a fuck you punch. Yeah. Punch you. Oh. And just slam Triple H headfirst into the steel steps. And this is, I think, when he debuted the short hair. It Mohawk is. thing. It is. Uh, one of the tags on the card was Triple H debuts a new look, which is not a thing. Okay. <laughs> it. Kate, Katie was like staring at me through the door. She's been here for a minute. I didn't notice her. I look. Hi, Katie. <laughs> yeah. Um. I've, oh, I've, I've completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> you, you screwed it up, Katie. I've completely. I've lost go, everything. Katie. I've lost everything. I'm out of my game now. Uh, it's okay. Let's get back on the game because we were talking about Taker's hair, and you were about to say something about a tag. Uh, what are the? Gonna make a point. Oh, I said one of the tags on the card is that uh, Triple H or uh, Undertaker debuts a new look, which is just one of those things that like it's one of the few things that I would agree with Jim Cornette on a thing, because it's like, why do I give a fuck about that? It's wrestling. Why aren't they beating the piss out of each other? Why do I give a shit that Taker's got a new look for his hair? Like I understand, I get it. Like Taker's always looked X way for infinity years, but like. I don't care. I want to see the match. I want to see two big men beat the piss out of each other in a steel yeah. cage. You're right, but in, I, 
I, a new look at, in certain times. I don't think this is that case. But sometimes a new look can totally refresh a character. Look, it's the same case and situation as Braun Strowman asks Shane McMahon for an apology. Like, well, that, they're not doing that match anymore. I know, but that's not a thing that you should be doing to promote your show. To promote your wrestling show that's supposed to be two big men beating the piss out of each other. Yeah. In a competitive sport, Braun Strowman asks for an apology. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you on that one. Yeah. It's that just, sucked. It's just dumb. They need to do something, though, because... Like, they have to do something Yeah. with that match. They can't just let it not happen now. Braun has to come out and fight someone. It's probably going to happen at Mania, or uh, uh, Shane is just going to, like, find a proxy. Well, that's fine. I but Braun has to fight freaking somebody. Yeah. Also, Taker's just beating the absolute piss out of Triple H in this. It's just been walking and brawling. Walking, somebody gets hit in the fucking steps. Taker smacks uh, Triple H into the steel steps. It, it just happens a lot. Starts slow, because if I remember, this gets going pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, there's some really good stuff later on in the match. Uh, one of the things. Did thi- Vince let them bleed? I don't think so. Um, at least, it, it's been a year or two since I've actually gone back and watched this match. Um, but the one thing that I that I noticed heavily with this match is they do a lot of in ring like verbal storytelling. Like the same way that uh, Roman does a lot in his matches now, where he's literally just like talking to his opponent about stuff. Yeah. Like just not not calling spots. Literally just like s- telling the story in the ring through actual words instead of through the match and they do a little bit of that here which i think is kind of interesting because i if, if there's one thing that i care more about than most things in the world it's a good fucking story yeah especially in wrestling i think that's one of the things that draws me to aw so much yep it's like they connect the littlest shit last night when they had the pinnacle out they we're literally getting over on commentary. Maybe this all started at the beginning of the pandemic a year ago when MJF played cards with Sean Spears in the crowd. Like, oh, yeah. that's some shit that's like, at, at the time it was inconsequential, but now they've made it feel like right. this big starting point. Yeah. And it, that's so cool. Right. They're, there's always like the little things, the tiny things that they can like link to other stuff. Um, the, in, in complete contrast, like the WWE, they, there was an entire storyline where triple H was like, he was talking to somebody backstage about something. And then it never amounted to anything. Like it it was a thing where they cut to it before a match and then nothing came about of it. <laughs> like they, they were trying to make it into a thing. And it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, smacked with those stairs there. Yep. Absolutely uh, conked with them. Yes. I, I, I. My brain went blank for a second there. I'm sorry. I wish they were allowed to blade here. I know. Honestly, it, like. It would have brought so much to this match. Ooh, on I, matches like this, again, I don't think it should be like the ruthless aggression era. I don't think it should be all the time. Right. But it, it really does make big matches feel big when both people played it or somebody hit a gusher, which shouldn't happen because a lot of times those are too much blood. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't add something to the match. Um, I think Triple H, I think I might be wrong in saying there's no blood because I think I saw like a little trickle from, from Triple H's forehead right here. So I, I don't know. Triple H? Trickle H. I don't know if it's a blade job or if it's just consequential like that that it was there but who knows well, we'll Brock see Lesnar in a was in this match he could just elbow everybody in the forehead and cave their fucking skull in and make yeah. them bleed that way you know uh el- elbow them in the heads like oh i can do it safely i can i can break someone open hard way safely no you fucking no, no can't. you can't no you cannot Nuh-uh-uh-uh-uh. no just let them blade yeah. seriously Blading is so much better than I'm going to elbow your skull into your brain. I know, right? Like, seriously, I, I guess both. If you look at both on a, on P- 
paper. Neither of them sound uh, appetizing, I guess you could say. Neither of them sound good. Because it's like, hmm, what are my options? I'm, in order to emphasize the the brutality of this match, I'm either going to take a bit of razor blade that was hidden, hidden around the ring uh, and cut open my own forehead to bleed in the middle of this match. Or my opponent, the person that I'm going against, the person that I'm trying to jockey for a position against in this company, is going to elbow me in the forehead in a way that may safely cut me open to get that same effect. <laughs> Neither of them maybe, sound great. <laughs> maybe it's just because I'm smart, but Blade job sounds way better. I'd rather Blade ten times than oh, yeah. even consider taking an elbow. Like, I, and maybe it's just because I'm smart and, like, I know it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It hurts, obviously, but not, like, terribly so. Right. It's going to heal up quick. It won't even bleed that long because half the time they don't make it to the end of the match. Right. Neither prospects sound great, though. <laughs> like, if you told either of those to a sane person, they'd be like, Oh. Can I do neither of these? Yeah, to somebody like, that's not smart, that sounds terrible. Right. I feel I hate using the word smart in that way because right. you know what I mean and other people watching the channel probably know what I mean but if you don't yeah. know what I mean you're like does he think we're dumb? <laughs> no. Just don't think you're smart to the business. Yeah. Oh. Man, Undertaker is really beating the piss out of Triple H in this match. Yeah, uh, they are. Ooh. There it is. There's the turn. Triple H just got Undertaker out for a big spine buster on top of the Trips steel steps in the middle of the ring. Spot on the forehead. Again, I, I part of me feels like it was a blade because like he was conversing a little bit with Sean, but the the bleeding is not all that much. It's just kind of there. Undertaker got trips in the Hell's Gate on top of the steel steps. I don't know what that's going to do to help emphasize the Hell's Gate, but it's there. God damn. Triple H got some power behind him, powered out of the Hell's Gate into a power bomb in the middle of the ring. And Tanker kicks out at two. Got a little bit of blood on his chest. A little bit of blood. God damn. And this is like at a time when both dudes are winding down. Yep. That had to have been a spot that was hard on both of them. Right, and he didn't he didn't land square on the steps. He landed like kind of near the corner. So it yeah. wasn't a flush spot where he hit his back on the steps. That can't have been fucking fun to take. Especially at his age with how many bumps he's already taken. Oh, yeah. You only got so many bumps on your bump card. Some people's bump cards are just bigger. Yeah. Ooh, Triple H bringing steel chairs into the match. Whacking Taker in the gut, whacking him across the back. Taker's on the ground, reeling in pain. Triple H going back for them steel steps. What are you doing? Is he just kind of putting them um, in the... Oh, oh, take her on wobbly legs. They're going to do a thing. They're going to do a thing. I shouldn't have said anything. Triple H is going to ram Taker into the steel steps. Trips is definitely going to take his uh, snake eyes on those. Oh, yeah. 100%. 110%. Or not. Or he's nope. just going to throw him to the outside. <laughs> no, I was totally wrong. 110% he's going to take his snake eyes onto those. 0% he threw it to the outside. <laughs> Oh, chair fight. Oh. Trips just whacking Taker across the back with a steel chair as Taker was trying to grab a steel chair and go for his own shot, but he didn't quite get it. Oh. Taker just getting worn out by these steel chair shots. Got that wild look in his eyes like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I can't keep taking these chairs. The Three shots. Literally bent. Four shots. Five shots. Six shots. 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 shots Taker shot, seven shot, shots. Shot, Taker don't give no fucks. Now no sell it. Oh eight nine nine ten 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 eleven. eleven. Is this what our <laughs> podcast has become? We're the counting podcast. <laughs> Count the number of shots. 
See, this is what I'm talking about. They're doing that verbal storytelling. Now Trips and Sean are just yelling, jaw-jacking at each other, trying to sell that emotion. Sean's like, cover him, goddammit. Right. And Trips is just like, call the match over. Have it be done. Check on him. Make sure he can go. And you can see the welts on Trip on Undertaker's back. 13. 14. 14 chair I'll shots. Get one more. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, 14 uh, uh. chair shots. Ah, ah, ah. And he sends Sean over again to check on him just to say, hey, are you getting through this match? Taker's like, don't stop it. Taker, defiant on the ground. You ain't stopping this match. I am the underflaker. <laughs> I going? can't give up. I can see that chair. Trip's going for 15. 15! 15. 15! You know Trip's going to 16. take for this, right? <laughs> that's, sometimes oh. far, that's all I think of when I watch hardcore matches now, is I'm like, ooh, he's taking a big bump later. That was okay. Stupid. So that was a kick out at like two and nine tenths. It, like it was a very late kick out, but it looked like there was no effort behind it. Taker was just like, "Get the fuck off me! Get off so me!" So tired. I've been hit so many times. Get off me right now. My back is welty as fuck. Seventeen. Oh. <laughs> Did I, was that seventeen or eighteen? I lost count. I'm saying I, I'm going uh, with seventeen. I'm going with seventeen this was the plan because sean like sean is just emotional in the ring he's like stop like it's yeah. fine like he's i get it really defensive i know like i get it i'm retired now i understand but fucking stop dude <laughs> yeah that's that's a hard way ble- uh bleeding on his forehead because like it's not actively bleeding and it still just looks good Oh no! Like oh no! Triple H brought out the sledgehammer. You people that are synonymous with weapons. Yep. Like I would think Sandman is synonymous with the Singapore cane. Yep. And Sandman. Who else is? Sandman with the Singapore cane. Triple H, as we're seeing here, is synonymous with the sledgehammer. Sting is synonymous with the baseball bat. Um, Saturn is synonymous with Moppy. Saturn is synonymous with Moppy. Um, it's arguable to say that Mick Foley is synonymous with Barbie. The, yeah, I was gonna say that or like tax or barbed wire or yep. something. And Taker is now down from a sledgehammer shot straight to the Fine. face, and he kicked out at the very last possible second. <laughs> and Taker just doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. I mean trips. Trips. That's the one that I meant to say. That is it the one. It looks like I meant. his brow is pretty swollen. Too. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of, it's very evidently a, a hard way shot there. Yeah. God damn. Is that that too was kind s- of a good shot because Sean was able to block yep. the camera just enough. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Triple God H damn. was legit about to just murder Undertaker in the middle of the <laughs> ring, reeled back for a sledgehammer shot aimed square at the dome. Taker was about to be an actual dead man. Dead man laying. Taker is down on the ground, not able to get up. Trips has has instructed Shawn Michaels to do something to find a way to end this match. He's about to call for the bell on Undertaker. He can't quite do it. He's not going to do it. He's not going to let this but end this way. Taker has asked him multiple times now not to call for the bell. Right. Don't you fucking call for the bell, Sean. That emotion, the emotion all over Shawn Michaels' face. You can see that's how he's selling this. And Trips is so fucking mad that he's not ending this match yet. You're supposed to be my friend. Yep. But we're both from oh. Texas. Oh, and Undertaker pulls Shawn Michaels into the Hell's Gate. Shawn Michaels doesn't know what to do. There's no other referee in this match. Triple H gonna do? Shouldn't he like help Shawn? Oh, and he dropped that sledgehammer right on top of Undertaker's head. Ended up getting that headshot he wanted. Yep, there it is. Except it wasn't quite the full like reel back. I'm gonna smash. 
So does Sean bump here like a ref and is out for 10 minutes? <laughs> or is he still Sean Michaels? I think he's still Sean Michaels. We ain't I didn't know if putting on a oh. ref shirt was like a debuff. Oh, and Undertaker just whacked Triple H right in the ding ding. And he pulls yeah. Triple H into the Hell's Gate. He hoofed him right in the dongle. Yep. But the ref's not around. Nope, Shawn Michaels is down. Triple H about to pass out. He always oh, reaching no, for the sledgehammer. He's, sledge. he's about to boop, about to boop Undertaker with a sledgehammer. He can't oh, get he it. Lost it. We're good storytelling there. Yep. Oh, Triple H is just trying to get Undertaker up for another power bomb, and he Jump just through, bro. He just clamps on the Hell's Gate even tighter to get Triple H to pass out. Same way that they finished last year's match. He's trying so hard. Triple H is out, passed out in the middle of the ring, and he tried so hard to get that sledgehammer to smack him across the head with it. Why'd you let it go? Triple H, or Undertaker, has let go of the Hell's Gate, and they are now just yeah. laying in the middle of the ring. I don't know why, why he let go. Why him to death, and then you win right. the match? Oh, and here comes Lil Nate. Lil Nate! Lil Nate with his scramble down the ramp, running the fastest I ever did see a man. Trying so hard to unlock that cage and get in the match. Help Lil Nate takes a bump. I think Lil Nate takes all the bumps. Undertaker got Triple H up for a choke slam. Goes down for a pin. One, two. Oh, and kick out at two and 99 hundreds, man. So I think if a ref takes a bump, that another ref should not be able to come down. Yeah. Like. Was that ref just hanging around? He's like, I'm going to go interfere in this match. No. <laughs> you're not the ref assigned to this match. No. You were, you're supposed to be hanging out and catering. Yeah. Go have a chili oh. dog. Oh, and take her goozle, little Nate. Oh, got him up for a real awkward choke slam. <laughs> yeah, not the best choke slam Taker's ever delivered there. No, I, I don't think Will Nate was uh, prepared for that one. I didn't understand a word of what you just fucking said. So then the best part is Taker can't get disqualified for it. Like what <laughs> I understand I understood the second time you said it, but the first time it just sounded like a slew of words strewn together that didn't make any sense. Oh, and Shawn Michaels with sweet chin music. Uh Trips gets Undertaker up for the pedigree. Rolling him over for a three count. One. One. Two. Two. Nope. That ain't it. That ain't it, Chief. Look at Sean selling that like death. Yep. He's selling like, what the fuck? Both of our finishers. What the fuck do we got to do? What do we got to do to put him away? What do we got to do to end this match? Because Undertaker's not letting it go away, and Triple H can't put him away. There's no way to let this finish. I also like on Sean's shirt, he's got the old WWE symbol. The scratch symbol. Well, that's the logo they still had at this time. Did they still have that in 2012? They've, they've got, look at the Mania logo right now. It's got the Scratch logo on it. Really? I thought they got rid of that before 2012. No. They didn't get rid of that till like 2016, I don't think. No, it's, really? Uh, I think because they had the Scratch logo at Mania 30. Because that was on the belt that Daniel Bryan won. Ooh, man. Triple H on his way up. He's got the sledgehammer in hand. Take her down on the ground. Not able to move. Triple H is barely able to get to his feet. Oh, and Shawn Michaels holding him back. Okay, so they debuted the current logo in 2012. But it didn't take place until February 2014. Okay. Oh my god. Take her stood up. Hit Triple H with a big boot. And a fist. And another fist. And hit him with a third fist into the corner. Four. Taker's getting his own count going. With a big clothesline in the corner. Oh, the snake eyes. I knew they would come eventually. Into another big boot. Triple H is on the ground. And Taker goes for a big boot. Shoutouts to Hulk Hogan. Fuck you, Hogan. Big boot. That's a big leg drop, homie. That's what I meant. 
He did the big boot into the leg drop. Oh, and he's got Shouts trips out up. To Hogan. He's got trips up. Tombstone pile driver right in the middle of the ring. He's got the cover I've said on. It once. I'll say it a One, thousand times. Two. Oh. Dudes with long hair take the choke slam better. Wipe your spare, oh, yeah. homie. <laughs> Taker's selling that kick out like it was the worst thing in the fucking world. Spitting all over his face. Shawn Michaels in the corner so scared. He does not I know what the know. fuck to do. What the fuck is going right. on? He's looking at it like, both of these men, my best friends in the business, and I have no idea how to stop them. I have no idea how to make this end. They're that, just going to beat the brakes off each other. That's a great shot. God damn! Hold on, hold up. Pause. Pause for a second. Pause for a second. I'm going. I'm going back. I need to go back. I need to go back. Going back, Marty. Hold on. Why are we going back? Because what time are you at? Hold on. I need to. I need to full screen this. I need to get the. This is the shot that I want for our thumbnail. Hold on. I'm sorry to like interrupt everything right now, but this is amazing. This is a fantastic shot that I want to be the thumbnail for this match. Come on. There you go. There it goes. There goes the HUD. Shawn Michaels. What time are you at? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. There, I've print screened it. Uh, I am at, I've paused it at 133.43. All righty. Let me get there. In five, four, three, two, one. Click. I just, I had, like, that is a fantastic shot that I was not expecting to see out of something like this, and I had to take a screenshot of it. Like, I am using that for our for our thumbnail for this video. Uh, Hold on. Let me... I need to I need to find a place to put it. I need to find somewhere to put it. Photoshop, bring me Photoshop. I need to find somewhere to do it. Oh, both you men did. fighting back at both men fighting back on each other. Taker with a headbutt, Triple H with a punch. Oh, the both men on their knees just beating the piss out of each other. One punch. Two punch. Three punch. Four. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, Lil Nate is still selling that joke slam. Yep. Roll under the ring already, homie. Oh, my God. You can Bo- tell he's going to be needed later in the match. Yep. Both men up on their feet. Oh, no, there he goes. There he goes. There goes Little Nate under the ring. God damn. Triple H with a punch of his own. Two punch. Three punch. Reel ah. it off the ropes. Oh. oh. Going for Undertaker the almost caught him. Take your gun with the pe- or trips gun with the pedigree. One. Two. One. No. Literally the wow. last possible second. Shawn Michaels hit three and then Taker kicked out. Could not have been any closer if they tried. For the age of both these men and as many miles as they have, the fact that they're doing this match at this point is impressive. Right. This is not 2000 anymore, right? Right. Oh my god. I wonder how much this is a weird thing that pops. Do you know how you have like you notice weird things? Yeah. I have ADHD thoughts. I wonder how much Sean got paid for this match. Oh, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. Because he's still Shawn Michaels. Fucking shit. See, and Vince loves Sean, so you have to imagine he tossed him at least a few ducats. Yeah. I'm sorry if everybody heard that. I'm trying to fuck with some shit in Photoshop and it's not working. Um, sorry uh, about that. You're being distracted during. Distracted podcasting. That'll be the next thing. I'm very sorry. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Really I just cool. want the thumbnail. <laughs> podcasting and photoshopping. Yeah. Both men down in the middle of the ring. Triple H grabbing the sledgehammer. Undertaker grabbing the steel chair. 
God, look at the welts on Taker's back. You know what I just noticed on the timeline is after this match? Huh? Edge's Hall of Fame entry. Oh, my God. Trips could not quite get the oh. sledgehammer. Taker holding it down with his foot. He's stepping on it. Couldn't let him get it up. And Taker hit him with that chair. There, Ta there was his receipt. Taker's getting his own receipts with this chair. He's hit him three shots. Four shots. Five. Five shots. Ah, ah, ah. Six. Six shots. Come on, Taker. You got like 11 Seven. more in you. Seven. Yeah. Keep it going, bud. I think we found our new gimmick is counting things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so what I've always thought that would be cool uh, that they don't do that they should is if they notice the chair bending they should have went the other way to try to bend it back yeah oh man Triple H can't even get to his feet he can't get up eight shots nine, nine. shots Triple H back down this on the ground like ten when this is like when COVID ends and you and me can finally hang out in the real life. We go to a bar, one shots, four shots, <laughs> 10 shots. And they're Maybe dead. We can hit 11 and they're both on the ground. They're both out for the count. Oh man. Sean, both of you come on. Yeah. Can't beat the hell out of each other forever. Triple H just keeps kicking out. He will not stay down. Defiant to the end. Undertaker has no idea what to do at this point. Yeah, Taker is... He's thrown a lot, but he's also taken a lot. Like, this has been a heavy toll match. Yep. And they haven't really used the cage that much. It's kind of been a non-factor. Yep. Triple H not went back... I hate that. Triple H going back for that sledgehammer. It's almost like the only thing holding him into this world is the th the thought that he can use that sledgehammer for something to get him to find his way out. That is the thing that gets him out of this match, and he can't even get a hold of it anymore. Nothing else I can hit him in the dongle yeah. with. It's the only thing. It's the only thing protecting him and the rest of this match, and he just barely gets it up. Make Went sure there's not any little Mark McCools running around. Yep. Went for one final shot with the sledgehammer, and Taker catches it. Finally takes it away from him. Triple H shoves him away. Falling in the corner. <laughs> He's got this look at his face like, No, I don't want to go down yet. <laughs> I don't want to be done. No. No, Fuck I'm you. the game. Fuck you, man. I didn't lose. Suck my dick. One final crotch chop, and Taker nails him in the head with the sledgehammer. Throws the he sledgehammer throws out the sled of the ring. I'm not gonna lie though, I did I did expect more of a pop on the Mark McCool comment. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> Fuck you for not laughing at that joke. Dude, I'm invested in the match. I'm trying to do my job. <laughs> I have ADHD, I'm invested in both. I know. Uh Taker takes one strap down and Triple H trying to climb his way back up that tree trunk that is Mark Callis. I hate this spot. Yeah. Triple H looking up at Undertaker, and he gives him the throat cut. Taker gets him up in position for a tombstone, and he That's hits it. it. That's got to be done. That is it. Covering him on top. Sean going down for one, two, three, and that is it. The end of this match. The end of an era. The end of an era. Both men down on the ground. Neither can move. Neither can get up. And Shawn Michaels just there to look at the aftermath. So I would argue this should have gone on last over Roxena. 100%. Leave this be the end of the show. God damn. Like, maybe if Roxena had a stip to it or right. something. But this was built like the end of an era. Right. Like, let it go on last because in real life though takers match card quality started going down after this 
never quite had a match up to this level again. Nope. And like it's, it's the end of an era. Let it be the end of the card. Yeah. Exactly. Good words. Yeah. You did the good words there. Anyway, I feel like it should be obvious at this point to anybody who's been watching us live. If you've not been watching us live, go ahead and check out the audio podcast because we've got things to say on that that you won't hear on the YouTube podcast. What are you giving this match? Uh, awesome. Like, uh, I'm I'm going between four and a half and four and a quarter in my head. I think I'm going to go with four and a half. I think it was good. I'm going to go four and three quarters, mainly on the fact that while the work rate could have been a little bit better, the story told over the course of this match was phenomenal. The storytelling done by both men in the ring, by all three men in the ring, by Taker, by Triple H, and by Shawn Michaels, it's it's fantastic. It it yeah. I, I live for stories like this, and I live for a match like this. This is hands down my favorite out of the three matches. Um, yeah, that's even though even though the trilogy is Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker, the final match only had Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. It was really just Triple H versus Taker. Mm-mm. Hey, we got to keep kayfabe alive a little bit. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. I, I feel like like the hot tag for this match is fairly obvious in that it's end of an era, which is what the yeah, tag... I was trying to think of something that was uh, not so on the head, and I can't. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how it has to be. Um, uh, I... Actually, I might go with uh, chair shots. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 16 chair shots no uh it, it ended on like i think the the limit was like triple h had 17 chair shots in this match on taker the welts on his back were outstanding holy fuck yeah that sold it a lot yeah oh i forgot that we still have to do rebooked for this one because we actually rebooked the first two matches um I, I, who are I, we going who are you going for because this one's gonna be a little different yeah it has to be different like it Obviously, Taker, for me, is still going to be Lance Archer because it's still the big man doing the same big man things. But, uh, like, obviously, we can't do Triple H as Johnny Gargano because he's Not Johnny Gargano. Not Johnny Gargano. He's way bigger. Um, So who? Triple H uses lots of weapons. Does... Big preening moves, uh, crotch chops. He's kind of like a little child most of the time. You know what? You know who's a perfect Triple H? Kenny Omega. You're not wrong. Yeah. So Kenny Omega versus Lance Archer, which is a match that we've already seen, and it was fairly good. I would watch again. Yeah. Um. So I was thinking, God, like I never put it together. Like aside, like ring work aside, like as far as characters, Triple H and Kenny Omega are very similar in like in, in, in character, in like, uh, in appearance, like they like physically, they have the very, pretty much the same shape. I think Kenny's is a little bigger. Yeah. Trips is a little bit bigger. I think Kenny's a little shorter. I don't know. I don't know. Peak, like, peak Wrestle Kingdom Kenny was pretty jacked to the gills. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, God, I'm trying to think of who I'm going to do for mine. And I... Did I say D.H. Smith once? David Hart Smith? For Taker? I think so, but I think you also said, um... Uh, Brian Cage. Man, those were the two I was kicking around in my head. No, no, no. You I said Brian Cage for uh, for Bulldog when we did the Bulldog match. I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to pick for trips. In all honesty, I was kind of thinking along the lines of who is more like, you know, kind of a big. He's a face. He's a leader. This isn't the best comparison, but I'll do it because the match would be good. Uh, Brian Cage, Kazuchika Okada. You know who would um, be a really good Triple H now, given the fact that he's a leader of a faction? MJF. MJ, God, yep, yep, changing my, yep, changing. Yep. MJF versus uh, 
David Hart Smith, which I would pay dollars for that. That'd match. be pretty good. I'd watch that match. I would pay dollars. Uh, speaking of paying dollars, I remember I was on Twitter the other day and somebody was talking about uh, that Cornette and Miro should do a match, and that's <laughs> something I would pay dollars for. Yeah, I I would pay real dollars to watch Miro versus Corny for five minutes. To watch Miro just like beat the piss out of Jim Cornette for five minutes, and then Jim Cornette still being you know the little little dickhead that he is. Yep, I'd watch it. Yeah, um, I'd pay dollars. Yeah, that'd be entertaining. Um, so what's our match going to be on Tuesday? Seeing as we've now finished up our Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker slash Triple H versus The Undertaker trilogy, even though it was only one of the matches, but whatever. Whatever. What did you... Do you have any, like, any you wanted to see in particular? No, I, got, I have a couple of not really, possibilities. I, I, uh, I mean, we could do a reverse trilogy, and on, we could start working our way back down to uh, Triple H versus Taker at Mania 18. But I don't, if you want to, I could research it, I guess. Nah, we, we can uh, we can do something else. I kind of I feel like I blew my creative load on like the, the, the fuck up that is like our schedule going up to this point, because we absolutely should have done a double trilogy and then ended on this match because that would have been way yeah. better. Uh, but that's OK. We'll, we'll come up with that idea beforehand next time. Yeah, um, I'm thinking. So we watched something bad last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Let's not watch something inherently really, really good. Okay. The inaugural North American title Ooh, ladder match. Yes. Which was fantastic. I'm down. We are watching that this Tuesday. But you know what we're watching before that? This Sunday, we are going to be watching Fastlane right here on uh, Twitch. Starting at whatever time the pay-per-view starts. I think it starts at 7 o'clock. We will be here. We will not be watching the pre-show because WWE pre-shows suck dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Way to be blunt. Yeah, I know. Uh, you could you could quote me on that. WWE pre-shows suck dick. Willem, twenty twenty one. Did you want to call the? There's only five things. So if we call it now, anything that gets added after would be three points automatic. It's up to you if you want to wait or call it now. You know what? Like let let's just do it day of the show i don't feel like going through this and pulling the predictions out for fast lane um the show that it, at this point i i feel like there's nothing of importance on this show. it's only got five matches you have you don't even have um bobby lashley with a match right now yeah you have nia jackson Shayna baszler versus sasha banks and bianca roman versus d Big E versus Apollo Clues, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, and Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton. Like, that's... For a day before a pay-per-view, that's not a very big card. And it's no. so weird for me, because just two weeks ago, I remember being incessantly excited for the Revolution card, right. and I look at this card, and I'm like, yeah, a couple of these will be good matchups. Big E versus Apollo Clues will be good, but, like, I don't have that same excitement right. going in. Right. It's almost like they... Like they time well, okay. I guess coming out of this, there's still four weeks between here and Mania, so there's a good amount of time. But like they, they, they really need to like amp up a couple of these matches going into Mania. There needs to be something that comes out of this card, out of Fastlane, that's gonna, yeah, really make watching Mania worth it. Um, yeah. But anyway, we will be watching that this Sunday right here on Twitch. Um, but on that note, I'm gonna go ahead and call it here tonight. Also, I do want to point out, thank you to our new two subscribers that we actually just got yesterday or today or whenever you got them for us. Thank you so much for that. You have actually put us over, uh, you put us up to 34 subscribers, which is now officially over the number of subscribers that was on my personal YouTube channel. Thank you for that. Um, that's a that's a big win for, for me in the feels department. So thank yeah. you. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing. Um. I really appreciate it. We all really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, but until then, thank you so much for coming out tonight. If you haven't already, go ahead and check us out in the description down below at the YouTube, the Twitter, the Facebook, all the places that we are at. We will. <laughs> what? What's that face? I saw you I'll giving send, a smirk. I'll send you the meme. Okay. <laughs> thank you for coming out tonight. Give us a like and subscribe if you haven't already. We greatly appreciate that. Um, if you don't feel like looking at our beautiful faces, go ahead and check us out on the Anchor or the Spotify or any of the places that we're available at for the audio-only podcast. Once again, all of that is in the description down below. 
We will see you this Sunday for our Fastlane 2021 watch along. I I need to know what the fuck you're smirking about because it is distracting the shit out of me. It'll and, be I, you'll get a text in about five seconds. Anyway, we will see you then. Thank you for coming out tonight. Bye bye. You're not gonna bye bye, are you? You're too busy smirking. Bye.